Hello, hello, you guys. Today we are going to talk all about motivation. Um, as I'm talking to parents, a lot of the things that I'm realizing that are important to parents is that kids know how to motivate themselves. Um, and the reason why we want to have our kids motivate themselves is so that we can feel like they're going to be successful when they leave our home, right? So that we can feel like we've done our job, school's done its job. Um, and these kids are going to be able to go out there and be independent and be successful and be able to motivate themselves when we're not there, right? And that's super important to parents, as it should be. Um, but today, what I want to do is kind of look at motivation a little bit differently, okay? So the first thing I'm going to do is we'll talk about a few ways that you can really help um, your teen develop success in life and help them to be more motivated because that's absolutely what we want in our lives, right? So the first thing that we can do, and I talk about this a lot, is providing a safe environment for our kids to feel like they can explore their interests, they can express their thoughts, they can express their feelings. When your kids feel supported, it's going to enhance their motivation. Okay, so that's the first thing that you can focus on in your home is how can I create an environment where my teen feels safe to explore, and here's the kicker, guys, what they are interested in, their interests, and how to express their thoughts and their feelings. This may come really easily to you if you're a parent who um, is very easily okay with your own kids interests without bringing your own interests into it however for a lot of us what we do is we kind of put our interests and our ideas of success and our ideas of um what motivation looks like and we bring that into the environment with our kids and we kind of put that as a standard in our home so what we're doing here, and I talk about this all the time, is we're kind of wiping the slate clean on our ideas of, number one, what motivation looks like, number two, what their interests should be as they're going out into the adult world, right? We think maybe their interests should be schooling and um, getting good grades and wanting to go to college um, and wanting to get a nine-to-five job. We're kind of wiping the slate clean with some of that. And we're bringing in their interests, getting really, really curious about what are they interested in? Not what am I interested in, but what are they interested in? What are their thoughts? What are their feelings? And am I creating a safe environment in this home for them to explore their interests? and express their thoughts and feelings, okay? So that's something that you can think about here. Um, one thing that I'm doing right now is I'm reading the book called Will. It's Will Smith's book. Um, and I actually really like it, despite like all the controversy around his actions over the last year or whatever. Um, I do really like it. And one part of the book, well, throughout the whole book, you learn that Will's mom um, is a very educated woman. And she is set on having all of her kids be kids 
people who go to college, right? And we know that Will Smith did not end up going to college. Um, I believe he's the oldest. I have to, I'm listening to it on, it's like 18 hours long, you guys. It's a really long book. Um, and I'm listening to it on 2x speed. So I, I think I kind of missed some of the things, but I believe he's the oldest. And so he, of course, is going to be setting the example of going to college, right? So his mom is really set that Will Smith is going to be going to college. Um, and as Will gets older and he becomes a teenager and he's about ready to graduate, he gets these opportunities to um, in music. And he realizes one day, I'm never going to college. Like, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing music. <laughs> And he realizes that he's going to totally devastate his mom. That's that's what she's been doing her whole entire life is providing an opportunity for her kids to do something that a lot of kids, um, especially in his demographic, aren't able to do, right, at that period of time. And so he realizes he has to disappoint his mom, which is a huge thing. But he's also like, I got to stay true to myself. This is my passion. This is – I." he could see a vision for himself, right? Um, and so I don't think without the help of his dad that his mom would have ever agreed to let him go and pursue music. But his dad came in and said like, hey, um, what do you think about this? We will let you explore things for a year. And if things haven't taken off, then you will go to college. And so they agreed to that. And um, you know, the rest is history with what happened with Will Smith. So um, this was a probably really difficult thing for his mom to do was to kind of let go of the reins here a little bit. She has been preparing her mind and her home and her life and her children's life for so long to be able to have something that she felt was so important and she felt meant success, right? But she kind of didn't even see this other side where Will Smith could be successful beyond probably even her wildest dreams, right? And so that's where um, I think what it is actually is a little bit of trust, right? A lot of bit of trust in our kids um, because ultimately when we want them to be motivated, we have to have them have self-trust. They have to have self-trust in order to be motivated. And so really when you're creating a supportive environment, what you're doing is you're creating an environment for them to be able to trust themselves. And they're not going to be able to trust themselves if you don't trust them. <laughs> right? And so it's creating an environment where you are trusting in your kids and just being able to feel what it feels like to trust your kids. Um, and that's the environment really that um, is going to be the optimal place to enhance motivation in your child. Um, so that's the first thing is, is the environment that we're creating. All right, let's talk about the second thing, when we want our kids to be motivated. Um, this is something that I do on every single one of my calls with my clients. So last year, I did a whole bunch of group coaching, and we did this in our group coaching calls. This was the first thing that we did, was we celebrated their wins. Before we worked on anything, before we got to any of the stuff that they wanted to work on, or they wanted to talk on, or they wanted to improve on, 
we celebrated their achievements. We celebrated the wins from the past week. And at first, it was hard for these kids to celebrate something about themselves, honestly. It was hard for them to think about, okay, where am I winning in my life right now? Where do I feel like things are going right? Where, um, where am I achieving things and being successful? <clears throat> And over time, as we started to do this, the kids, you could see the kids just kind of like light up. It was their favorite part of the whole entire call because they got to brag a little bit about themselves. They they started to look for ways throughout their week that they were weighing because they knew that on the call, when they came to the call, they would have to share with everybody at least one way that they felt like they were winning that week. And it came to be this thing where the kids really looked forward to it and they were excited to share their wins. Um, whereas before, at the beginning, it was really uncomfortable for them and they didn't really like it. So it was just the practice of celebrating your wins. What are your wins? How are you winning? What's going right for you this week? Um, and so that's something that you can do with your kids is celebrate both the big and the small wins in their life. When what we're doing here is we're reinforcing the idea of that hard work that they're putting in, of the effort that's leading to the success that they're seeing in their life. And so this type of positive reinforcement can actually be such a huge, powerful motivator for your kids. And um, I want you to think about this. Uh, oftentimes, when we want our kids to do things it's really hard to not be like, hey, you didn't clean your room, go clean your room, right? To look at what is not happening and have them fix it from what's not happening. Does that make sense? So didn't clean your room, go clean your room. You didn't do your homework, go do your homework, right? And when you think about that, if somebody's doing that to you, right? Hey, you didn't do the dishes, go do the dishes. <laughs> Imagine if your spouse said that to you. Oh my gosh. I would be like, excuse me? <laughs> or like what if my husband walked in and was like, oh my gosh, this house is so clean. Thank you so much for all the work that you do. Like I know it's not hard to keep a house clean. Or even if the house isn't clean, he's like, thank you so much for doing the dishes today. Like I really appreciate that. I know you don't like doing the dishes. And then what that does to me, honestly, is it's like, dang. I'm going to do these dishes more. I really like getting that praise. I really like someone seeing my hard work. I really like someone seeing my effort and the success that I've had with doing the dishes, right? So it's number one, what I want this to be is genuine. It has, has to, has to, has to absolutely be coming from a genuine place um, or else our kids can feel that it's not genuine and they can feel that you're just trying to like um, sugarcoat things and so that you can get your way, right, with a clean room or with um, with homework. But let's start looking for um, the wins in their life. Where are they winning? And I really want to encourage you to do that this week if you can. Um, do that today. Honestly, sit down. I have four kids, so it would really take me – I would probably get a pen and paper out and be like, how is Sammy winning? How is this person winning, right? Um, and then make a point to genuinely at a time where it feels like it's not forced, where it feels like it can be really genuine, celebrate those wins with them. Um, yesterday I went to my daughter's, uh, teacher conferences. She, she sat home. She didn't want to go, but I, the first thing there were, there were things that 
her teachers told me that were great about her, but then there were also things that, you know, we could work on, like focusing and um, a few things that were missing and stuff, which is totally fine. And my brain, I don't know if your brain works like this, but my brain wanted to be like, okay, let's go home. Let's get it done. Let's show her what's missing. Let's get all those things turned in. Let's figure it out. And then she's going to be, you know, out of the red. And I was really, really intentional about Um, I even text her while I was talking to her teachers. I was really intentional about like, this is what your teacher said about you. Like they all said, you're so sweet. This teacher said that you're such a helper in the class. This teacher said that you're making friends and and, um, that people really like to be around you. This person says like all of these things. I really wanted her to feel like before I before I put on any of the stuff that she had to do and where she might be lacking, I really wanted to celebrate those wins with her um, because it was it was such a win, right? I was really excited to hear those things about her. And I guess, you guys, this is so funny. I don't know if any of, any of the, if this happens to any of you, but when I talk to my kids' teachers, this has happened ever since they were in kindergarten. When I go to SEPs, I like tear up just listening about my kids. (laughs) I don't know why. It's so interesting. I'm able to hide it a little bit better than I used to, but I just, I think what I like is to hear, you know, I see my kids in my home and there's fighting and things like that. And so to hear the good and to see someone who really views my kid as almost all good, like that is really emotional to me. That's a really great place to be. So I wanted to come home and celebrate celebrate those things for her and and recognize hey i i see that you're doing the work here i see the effort that you're putting in and um just when you're looking for your kids to be more motivated see where you can celebrate those small wins all right okay this next one um this is a huge one for getting your kids to do what you want them to do (laughs) okay so i have another example about this also from last night from um, parent teacher conferences um i let's see my daughter needed to make it make up an assignment right so she needs to make up an assignment and she needs to go into class either before before school starts or after school starts and um i wanted to come in and be like hey you're gonna go to school tomorrow morning you're gonna um get this assignment um figured out that you need to get figured out um and then that's that right like i'm the parent i'm gonna tell you what to do and what i did instead was i said hey sammy you've got this assignment it is it is a makeup assignment and your teacher's willing to let you come in before school or after school um and I gave her like five times, you can come in, I give her five choices, right? You can go to school tomorrow before school or after school, Friday before school or after school, or Monday before school or after school. I give her six choices. And I was like, you pick one of those days um, and then I'll make sure to get you there. And here's what it did. It turned it into her choice. It turned it into her decision. She could have a sense of responsibility um, in that decision. And I could tell she really liked making that decision because she was like, um, let's do Monday morning. <laughs> and what that did was it wasn't 
it like I got the result that I wanted out of it, which was we're figuring out a time for you to make up this assignment, but it was almost like her idea, right? And so what we're doing here with this next step, when you want to help your kids be more motivated is we're going to foster independence. So we're gonna allow our kids to make decisions and experience the consequences of their decisions, right? So this type of autonomy can instill a sense of responsibility and really start to motivate so that you're, you can get the desired outcomes that you want, but also so that your kids can get the desired outcomes that they want, right? I'm not the only one who wants my daughter to have good grades. She probably wants good grades as well. And so um, just by fostering independence as much as we can, that's really going to be a motivator for your kids. I'm getting blinded by this light, so you're going to hear some noise here in a second. Oh, so much better. Um, so I want you to think about ways that you can really help to let your kids make choices in your home. Um, and what happens when we let our kids make choices is there's going to be consequences of those choices, right? Whether they're good consequences or bad consequences. And the hard thing for us as parents is to let those bad consequences follow when our kids make choices. Um, so if you are a parent who might be trying to prevent those bad consequences and you're like, I don't want those bad consequences to happen because they're making these choices. Um, then I want to offer here that what's really happening is you're lowering their motivation because you're making those decisions for them. So if mom's making decisions for me, then why would I need to be motivated to make any sort of decision, right? I don't need motivation because my mom's got it for me. My mom's like over here taking all the motivation for my life and my choices because she wants to be in control of the consequences. Um, and so what needs to happen here is a little bit of release, a little bit of letting go of wanting to have control over the um, results really. And I, I was saying consequences, but really the results of the choices that our kids are making. Um, what happens when we let our kids make those choices and have independence in making choices? What happens is they learn, right? They're going to learn that, oh, this choice resulted in this result. Do I like that? Yes, I do. So I'm going to continue to make that choice. This choice resulted in this result. Do I like that result? no, that was cruddy. That like got me grounded, right? That got my phone taken away. I might not like that, but I might have to make that choice a bunch of times before I really understand that that's not a choice I want to make anymore. Um, and so it is really difficult, I know, as a parent to let our kids be in charge of those choices. But when you are asking yourself, how can I have help my kid to be more motivated? This is one of the things you can do. Um, and it is work on your part and it is putting yourself in maybe a little bit of an uncomfortable position because we want to be more in control and we want our kids to make the choices that we want them to make and we want to see results that are good for them and not have them suffer. Um, but in that suffering really helps them to learn. 
um, really helps them to foster, really helps to foster their independence and help with motivation. And I hope you can see that as we've been talking about it. All right. I wrote these all down. This is, um, let's see, what's the next one I want to talk about? I don't want to talk about all of these because there's, I wrote 10 down, but I don't want to do 10. <laughs> Okie dokie. Ooh, there's so many good ones. All right, and we're going to do this one. Okay, offer guidance, not pressure. Okay, so we're providing guidance and support, but trying to avoid pressuring our teens into specific paths. We kind of talked about this with the Will Smith thing. Um, encouraging our kids to explore their interests and make choices that align with their own values. Okay, this is a good one. So if we want our kids to be motivated, it has to come from within them, right? Um, let's just talk about an example of where your kids might not want to do this, to clean their room, right? They don't want to clean their room. They don't care if their room's clean, but you want them to be motivated to clean their room, all right? And what I'm going to say here is a little bit different than what you might be thinking, but what we're going to do in those situations is we're going to drop the idea that they need to be motivated, all right? So let me see how I can word this. Let's just do my life, for example, okay? I don't like doing the dishes. I really hate doing the dishes, actually. <laughs> it's like my least favorite thing ever. Um, I'd rather do, my husband and I are so funny. He would rather do the dishes and never do the laundry. And I would rather do the laundry and never do the dishes. So we kind of have a little bit of a trade-off there, but the dishes just pile up so much that I end up having to do a load and he has to do a load. So, um, and the laundry piles up too, but I don't know how I got stuck with that by myself. <laughs> Probably because I don't mind doing the laundry. Anyways, so um, I don't like doing the dishes. I don't think there's ever going to be a time in my life where I'm like, yes, let's go do the dishes. I want to do the dishes. Let's do this. Like I'm motivating myself into doing the dishes. I just don't think that's going to happen. And so what I've had to do is I've had to turn it into something that I want to do. And it's kind of in a little bit of a different way. I don't want to do the dishes, but I found something that I do want. I want a clean kitchen. I really like to have a clean kitchen. So I have to actually do that thing that I don't want to do in order to get the thing that I do want. All right. So what I'm focusing on is what I want. I want a clean kitchen. I'm not trying to turn the dishes. I'm never going to turn the dishes into something that I want. Like it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so I want you to think about this with your kids. They don't ever have to want to do their clean their room right? We're not trying to get them to be all motivated. The word motivated here, we're going to replace that with something different. We don't want it to be motivation, right? We have to figure out what that word's going to be instead of motivated to clean their room, right? Maybe they want to have a peaceful feeling sitting in their room that's clean, right? Maybe that's the word that they're after is a peaceful feeling, or a less cluttered mind, right? Um, I just did this with a client yesterday. I'm gonna look at my notes on, on that. Oh, I think I got rid of it. It was so good. Um, 
she wanted to have a clean room and she didn't actually want to clean her room, but it was like, okay, well, how can we figure out how to get this clean room? Because you don't want to clean your room, but what do you want? What's something that you want? And one thing that she wanted was, you know, to, to help her mom, like help her mom out, right? I want to do something that my mom's asked me to do because I love her, because I can see she's having a stressful day, because I want to be a helper, right? I do not want to clean my room, but I want to be a helper. So I'm going to clean my room because I want to be a helper. And it's not going to work every single time. Like that child, that teen is not going to always want to be a helper, but sometimes she's going to want to be, and that's going to be enough for her to clean her room, right? Sometimes it's going to be because she wants to be able to think clear because her room's not a disaster, right? So we're trying to figure out something that is more motivating than just the um, the initial action of cleaning our room. Does that make sense? My other example of this is going to the gym, right? I don't really like to wake up at 6, 5.30 in the morning. I don't like to do that. Well, here, let's just tell my story here, okay? Let's just be really honest. I used to wake up at like 5 30 in the morning and i would go to the gym a couple months ago i was doing this very consistently and it was easy for me and i liked to do it and i did it because i wanted the result of having my mornings to myself really that's what it was i tried to have um the motivator be like lose weight get muscle but for some reason that just wasn't motivating enough and i found the motivator it was I really, really, really have to have some time to myself before my kids wake me up because then I'm a really honorary mom <laughs> and it's not fun and it sets the day up for like, it sets up the rest of the day, right? So my motivator to get out of bed was I um, need this time to myself in the morning. And I fell out of that somehow. I don't know if I got sick or whatever, but it's been months and months since I've been to the gym and since I've woken up early. And I really want to get back to that place. Um, and my sister called me yesterday. I was like, hey, we're going to go to the gym today because you said you were going to. And I was like, you know what? I don't actually want to go today. I don't feel like going. And she said something to me that is so true. And she's like, you are never going to want to go. Like, you're never going to want to go. You're never going to want to wake up. You're never going to want to do this hard work, this hard thing. It's like, it's not going to happen. So I realized yesterday, which I've realized this before, but it just kind of clicked again yesterday. I need to do something that I don't want to do to get something that I do want, right? Um, and so that's that's kind of the, the practice here is finding something that your kids do want. Um, and if this is difficult for you to have these types of conversations with your kids, this is absolutely something you can sign up for a session with me and I can talk to your kids about it. And what's so interesting sometimes is that they don't even know what it is, right? They don't they don't know what the other want might be, how they can kind of change that into something that they want. But by talking together and by figuring that out on the on our sessions, then we really come to a place where like that's it. That's what I actually that's what I would be motivated to work towards. Not the cleaning my room, not the doing my homework, but I I I'm motivated to be an independent person. That's what I'm motivated. That's that's what we figured out on our call yesterday, actually, with one of my clients. Independence was what she wanted. And so we're no longer being motivated to clean your room. We're no longer motivated to just listen to but what's motivating 
what's going to actually propel me to take those actions is this work towards independence. That's going to be it. That's what I'm going to, that's um, the work I'm going to do. So um, I think I, I think I veered off of this little bullet point here for a second because it was offering guidance, not pressure. Um, and so the way that you can do that is really by helping them to discover what their interests are, right? By making choices that align with their own values and really uncovering what might motivate them here. Because what's what might motivate you, it might make sense to you, but it, it's not going to be the same thing that motivates them. And so we're really trying to uncover, okay, what's going to be motivating enough for you here? And sometimes... Um, yeah, that's just where I'm going to leave that actually. So, okie dokie. Let's go on down the list here. I'm going to read. I should have figured these out before I started my podcast, but you know what? You're just going to get to come with me on this. (laughs) Okay, let's just do this one. This will be the last one. And this is the one that I talk about a lot here is being a model to our kids, right? Setting that example, because we can talk and talk and talk all day long. But if our kids are like, well, mom, you're asking me to go like, um, clean my room, but look at your room. It's a humongous disaster. Like we can talk as much as we want, but that's never going to drive home the idea, right? That's never going to drive home, um, the behavior that we want to see unless we're being that example. So what we're going to do here is demonstrate self-motivation in our own lives as as the parent, right? So teens learn by observing our behavior, the behavior of adults. And so if you want your teen to be self-motivated, be a role model by showing that dedication and that persistence in the pursuit of your own life, right? in the pursuit of your own interests. And so um, if your kids, like I want you to think about this, right? This doesn't happen all of the time, but it does happen. When 